Hello everyone, I'm Nina T and this is Kid Like Faith. In this episode, we're going down the bayou, hopping along with two humans turned frogs as they trade the curse of what they wanted to get the blessing of what they needed. Let's end this royal introduction and discuss our faith gems from Disney's The Princess and the Frog. most memorable part of the opening scene is when we see Tiana's origin story. We see her cooking gumbo with her dad, him affirming her gift, and then sharing with her his dream. He tells her that the food they make brings people together, no matter the background, and his dream to open a restaurant will be where people can experience their food. It's important for us to recognize that this restaurant was the daddy's idea. Just as our purpose, inclusive of our gifts and talents and our hopes and dreams, were the idea of a heavenly father who gave us the best of what he had to give. The problem we come up against is missing out on the why and the how. Let's talk about the why. Tiana's father His why was not to make himself famous. It wasn't to create a space where his name could shine bright or his daughter's name could shine bright. And it wasn't even to affirm his recipes. It was to build something to bring people together and bring them joy. He was already a great chef and he didn't need a restaurant to prove that. But he wanted to build something to build community. In the same way... God doesn't need us technically to be God. He was God before we existed. He was God before anything existed. And after everything is gone, he'll still be God. After our life is done, he'll still be God. After our purpose is accomplished, he'll still be God. And he'll be a creative genius whether we fulfill it or not. It is also important to note that Just like Tiana's father wanted to bring people joy through his food, God wants to give us joy through his blessing. The Bible tells us that the blessing of the Lord maketh rich and addeth no sorrow to it. There is joy all around us. Sometimes we just don't have the eyes to see it. We don't have the faith to believe um, that things that are bad can somehow work for our good. 
But that's what the Bible tells us in Romans 8 and 28, that all things, even the sucky things, must work together for the good of them that love God and are called according to his purpose. Now, the how is something different. The how is the actual means to get to your dream, your goal. In Tiana's story, her father had very clear instructions, but unfortunately, Tiana didn't catch all of them at first. Let's just say what he said. He said the evening star that she was wishing on would only get her half of the way, but that she would have to join those wishes and hopes and dreams and match it with the effort and hard work to accomplish it. Now, I don't know if there was some translation mix-ups, but the last part, I don't even know if she heard. He said, I want to make sure that you promise me to never forget about what's really important. In all of the getting, get understanding. Just like Tiana, we can tend to leave out instructions that the Father gives us and then get very confused at why we don't see the full manifestation of what he said. For instance, the next scenes that we see are Tiana as a grown woman working her hind parts off, getting little tips, and not necessarily seeing any money come from her hard work. She's missing out on sleep, having two and three jobs, and not really seeing anything come from it. But it's because she only followed half the instructions. Remember, he told her that she would have to put some hard work with the faith and the dreams and the hopes. And then where do you put your faith and your hopes and your dreams? I think we get it mixed up when we put our faith in the works. Exactly what Tiana does. She sacrifices way too much, spends way too much time losing sleep and doing things that she doesn't necessarily have to do had she put her faith in the right place. But she didn't. She put her faith in the works. She figured that as much time as she spent, as much as she sacrificed, things would just work out because of how hard she worked. Unfortunately, most of us have the same problem that Tiana did. We believe that we'll become something just because we put our works in ourselves and our hope in ourselves. But hope doesn't belong to us. Faith doesn't belong to us. It should be placed in its proper position. Our faith should be in the Father. Our faith shouldn't be in us. She should have believed in what the Father said and completed all of his instructions so that she could have seen sooner all that he said. But had she done it right, she would have never met Mr. Right. Enter Prince Naveen. Prince Naveen is a entitled royal who is now being forced out of his princely domain because he's not able to work at all. He's gotten caught up in the lavish life of being a royal and I'm sure his parents were tired of having to fit the bill. So his two choices were to marry somebody else who was rich or to get a job. And unfortunately, because he had been entitled for so long, he had more faith 
in his position or in his charm and who he was made to be than he did in his actual work. Now, in this instance, we see two extremes. We see someone who has an excellent work ethic, but faith in the wrong things. And we see on the other end, someone who has faith in themselves, but they also have whack work ethic. They're just lazy. Unfortunately, nothing happens without work and faith partnering and merging together. Because Naveen doesn't want to work hard, he ends up running into the wrong kind of friend, which is the shadow man or Dr. Facilier. He is a man who has mastered manipulation, has mastered the dark world, um, has friends on the other side. And what Naveen believes is that he'll be able to help him get the green. Now, here's the thing. While Dr. Facilier begins to share what he believes will be help from his friends on the other side, he starts talking to Naveen and he tells him that being a royal, you know, he can he can go back to that lifestyle. He He doesn't want to have to work hard. He wants to you know, be able to be free and hop from place to place. He didn't necessarily listen to his words, but he watched the things that he showed him. Dr. Facilier is just like a person who shows you one thing and starts talking something different, but you pay attention to what they do and miss what they say. Hop around from place to place was an in- indication that he was going to do something funny and not necessarily give him the green he was looking for. See, on the cards, he saw green as in money. But hop from place to place should have indicated that the green would turn him into a frog. At the end of the song, Friends on the Other Side, they say, you got what you wanted, but you lost what you had. I'm sure Naveen wasn't thinking that he was going to be giving up his right to be human in order to embrace the freedom of not having to work but that was the thing when you get involved with people who don't have good intentions and you get involved with people who can promise you one thing and deliver another you can only accept the consequences of those decisions and unfortunately because Tiana didn't make a good decision either she got roped in and she we she is like us Someone who is just looking for a way out, looking for a way to get what we think we deserve. And we necessarily end up making things a whole lot worse. It was another act. Kissing the frog was another piece of work. It was another thing that she could do to get herself closer to her dream. But again, the faith is in the works. It's not in the father's instructions. So here these two are. Duck as frogs, upset because all they wanted to do was to get what they wanted. And unfortunately, what they wanted was a curse. <laughs> what they wanted began to be a curse on them. You know, the Bible talks about how we could know or the man could plan his way, but God's will will prevail. I think sometimes we tend to believe that because we want things a certain way, that it's the best way, but we'll end up walking ourselves into the way of destruction. 
The Bible says pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before fall. Whenever your mind is focused on you and what you want, you nine times out of 10 will be walking yourself into a curse. So here the two frogs are trying to find their way to get out of this predicament they got themselves in and they meet a gator. A gator who is not an insignificant part of this movie. I think sometimes, again, we don't pay attention to the supporting characters, but their stories have lesson in them as well. This gator is a musician, and he wants to be able to play on the big stage, but the fact that he's a gator is stopping him from that because other people aren't comfortable with that. It didn't dawn on him that he hadn't met the right people, um, and that he could be himself. But he decided that the only way for him to become a musician was that he should change who he is. Go with them on the trip to Mama Odie, who has obviously the answers to help them transform and she can turn them all human, which is unfair. Why should the gator have to change who he is and stop playing beautiful music just because he hasn't found people who are comfortable with him yet? I'll ask you the same question. Why do you have to change who you are in order for other people to be comfortable when you were made with intention? Psalms tells us that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. I don't know that we believe that, though. I don't know that we have faith in that, though. If we have faith in it, we nine times out of ten remove ourselves from those people who don't accept us and just be okay with being a gator who likes to play music and finding those crowds, those people who accept us just the way we are. On their way, because gators obviously have a horrible sense of direction, they meet a lightning bug and the lightning bug's name is Raymond. Uh, He's my favorite character uh, because he's filled with so much hope and so much wisdom, even though he doesn't necessarily sound like it. I mean, he had the great directions. He knew how to get them untangled when they got themselves in a sticky situation with their tongues. And he also, you know, just had a connection to his community to help light the way for them to travel to Mama Odie. He knew exactly the direction they should be moving in. But the problem was they thought he was crazy because he was talking to Evangeline. Now, if you haven't seen the movie Evangeline, is a star, a beautiful, bright, shining star, which he is in love with. And he he loves this Evangeline. And because nobody wants to tell him that he's delusional at first, they just let him have his own suspicions and they just let him think what he wants to think. But lo and behold, he outranked them all. Because at the end of the movie, Whether we believed it or not, when he passed on, he went right next to Evangeline. To me, watching that part made me realize that she must have been a lightning bug and they must have been together. And then when she passed on, she became a star and he saw that transition. Well, having to live after losing someone, you don't necessarily, people don't necessarily see what you see. And they don't see the transformation. But he had to believe that whether they believed it or not, he knew what he had seen. So 
some of us are like Raymond. We've been underestimated. And even though we know the sound advice to give, we know the direction in which to direct people. We even have some links to the community. Um, People don't necessarily take you seriously because they see you doing and speaking in faith to things that they have not seen yet. But it's funny that he never gives up until the end. It's never it's not until his life is over that he says, "Okay, I I'm I'm checking out of here." His faith, even when they told him she was just a star, he's he's like, "Just don't take it evangelistic. I know. I believe. Though I'm not going to I'm not going to feed into what they believe. I believe." And then lastly, we run up on Mama OD. Let me tell you what, Miss Mama OD knows everything, okay? She knows way more than they know, but she has a beautiful way of showing them. So if when they first meet her, she is making a pot, similar to the pot of gumbo that um, Tiana was making with her father in the beginning of the movie. She asks Tiana to taste it. And Tiana is readily able to tell what's missing from the gumbo, what needs to be added. And as soon as they add it, Mama Odie's like, yep, that's exactly what it needed. It's very funny that Tiana knew what the pot needed, but didn't know what she needed. At this point, she still believed that her only problem was that she wasn't human. She didn't know that what she needed was far more than just turning back to what she was. She needed to be something different when she changed over. Naveen, on the other hand, learned how to mince. Uh, He he learned while he was sitting there that money was not his problem. The lack of it anyway was not his issue. And he also looked at Tiana for the first time and saw that his hope and his dream and his faith he wanted to put with her works you could tell by the way he looked at her that something had changed it was like well whatever i gotta do to be with her i'll do that even if it means i'll have to sacrifice what i want i'll get with her which is the first unselfish thing that he said the whole entire movie It's so good that we get to see Naveen's transformation before Tiana realizes it. Because sometimes it takes for other people to come to a realization of who they are and who you are. And then they can help you see that maybe if I just give them a little bit of help, if I just give them a push, if I just... Just if I'm just there for them, if I support them, then they can become what they're supposed to be. Well, after Mama Od's lovely song about digging a little deeper, again, Tiana still doesn't get it. <laughs> and unfortunately, some of us haven't either. We have been in church so long, we have been in our ways so long that we see what we want to see and we believe that every word is applied to what we already believe. We don't necessarily take a moment to come outside of ourselves and say, hmm, is there something else I'm missing? 
Is there something else I need to add to what I already have? Well, y'all know the story. So this is how this ends up working for her good. While they are being chased by the shadow man, the shadow man offers her what she's been waiting for this whole time. He shows her what it'll look like when she just bows to him and gives him what he wants and that he will give her the restaurant that she's been waiting for. He will make her make her dream come true. And it wasn't until that very moment where she could see all of the things that she wanted and all of the things that she had been waiting for and didn't see Naveen that she realized that the one thing that her father had Even though he didn't ever get to see his restaurant, the one thing that he got to see was love. The one thing he got to experience was love. And that while she wanted the dream and while she wanted the restaurant and while she wanted to make sure that she made her father's legacy come alive, it wasn't worth it without love. I'll say the same to us. The same thing is, if God is love, then our hopes and our grandest dreams aren't enough on their own. I would I would like to submit to you that even if you use all of your works and somehow manipulate yourself into the space that you've always wanted to be and you forsake love and you forsake community and you forsake values and faith principles and you forsake the father's instructions it will not be as sweet. You'll find out that what you missed along the way was completing it in the way that the father wanted you to. You'll figure out that the father had intention behind showing you that that was not the most important thing. There was a a reason why he said, do not forget what's important because he never wanted her to be in a place where that she would sell herself, sell her soul, sell her values, sell her community just to get what she wanted and then still be empty on the other side. What she realizes that without Naveen, the love that she wanted, without the love, it wasn't worth it. And I think we have to realize the same thing, that without love, without community, without God's instructions, without doing it his way, it'll still not be what we want it to be. So how does this lovely story end? It ends with faith and works marrying each other and becoming human. Yeah, Tiana and Naveen end up marrying each other. They decide to stay frogs and they say, well, we'll just get married. Not realizing that once they got married, she kissed a princess and that turned them back human. See, the whole journey was about a merger. The whole journey was about one person's faith joining with another person's works. And when the person who had mastered works taught the person with faith how to work. And when the person with faith, who had mastered faith and belief in themselves taught the person with works how to believe in herself, then they could join together and create something beautiful. What we know at the end of the montage is that Tiana gets her restaurant, but she doesn't do it without Naveen. And my goal and and my prayer 
is that you won't do it either. That you won't allow just faith to get you there because it won't be fulfilling. I, my, my prayer is that you won't allow just works to get you there because it won't be fulfilling. And if perhaps you are listening to this podcast and you have been living a life of just works, or if your faith has been dead and it has not manifested anything, I do not want you to give up. There is still time. As long as you have breath in your body, there is still time to transform and make a change. Do not give up. You are almost there. I don't think we can do any more digging today. I think I've dug as deep as I'm going to (laughs) dig. Well, I thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Kid Like Faith. Now, you can do me a couple favors before you go. First, if you like this podcast, please share and subscribe. Please make sure that you uh, leave a review also if you're listening. I'd like to hear what you have to say. Some feedback you'd like to give. Also, if you'd like to suggest a movie, there's an email address that I'd like you to email just to help me to keep this stuff all organized. The email address is kidlikefaith at gmail.com. That's K-I-D-L-I-K-E-F, the number 8-T-H at gmail.com. And just send me a note if you'd like to as well. Just let me know how you like this episode. Maybe if you watch The Princess and a Frog, you can tell me if you saw any faith gems that I may have missed. Until next time, I think I want to go... Hmm. Let's get ready to talk to some lions down at Pride Rock. Until then, I'll see you and keep your faith kid-like. Bye!